What's up, party people, podcast players, and fourth wall fam, and welcome to another edition of New Normal Wrestling. Introducing your hosts, first, we are graced by the presence of podcast royalty. Roll out the red carpet and tip the crown to the podcast king himself, Brother Wade Ilson. Next, the Doctor of Desire is in, filling your prescription for your dose of kayfabe consumption. You can't brother out without the good brother himself. Let's give it up for Dr. Kayfabe Phil. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to a brand new episode of New Normal Wrestling exclusively on the 4th World Pop Network, where we give you all that next level pop with that special pop goodness. I am... The one, the only, the podcast, Prince, King, Archibald, Duke, whatever you want to call me Mm. for this episode. I am good brother Wade, for those who don't know. And as we talk about this wild world of professional wrestling, with so much going on, so many ins and outs, so much craziness, I can never do this alone, even though I have it sometimes and it sucks doing it alone. Can't be more excited to talk weekly about the thing we love the most, professional wrestling, but my good brother, the one, the only, kayfabe Phil, actually Dr. Phil, but the good one if you really think about it. Brother Phil, how are you today? Well, we have a problem here, Wade. The thing is, <laughs> I don't know if you listen to my prescriptions. You just sit I, there and you just podcast and cast and cast and do you let anyone cast to you <laughs> uh so i love doing this with you brother so how's your week been uh it's been good let's make it pop harder than taylor the backstreet boys and menudo put together mm, mm. Well, we have yep. a lot to talk about we have we have no surrender to talk about we have elimination we have chamber to elimination recap. chamber to, to recap uh Roadblock predictions. We got revolution predictions. We got to talk about all the stuff that happened at NXT. And we have to close with something that we think is very, very important. And our thoughts and opinions on something that's been going on the internet for a few days. But we'll touch on that later. We'll touch on that later. Um, Good brother, Phil, if you don't mind, I would like to start with uh, TNA No Surrender. Let's do it because that was... There are a lot of surprises in that. I know uh, I watched some of the highlights. I know you watched it front to back. Mm-hmm. There were there was some some good stuff going on with in TNA. Got it, you know, stirring it up. Yeah, they. It was a very good show. It was it mm-hmm. was a very interesting show. I was wrong on a lot of predictions, happily wrong, but still wrong. Yep. Um, Jordan Grace retained surprisingly. Um, but now I know why she retained and who she'll be. And it's kind of obvious if you look at it, who was there, who she'll mm-hmm. be facing next. Yep. Um, also, uh, I know you really want to talk about the main event, but my match of the night personally for me what you got? was mm-hmm. the finals of the best of three between ABC, Ace Austin and Chris Bay yep. versus the grizzled young vets. What? a match man listen i and props to i forget uh, james james drake one of the uh members of gyb and zach gibson Mm -hmm. so he had put out a tweet the other day about 
hey, guys, we, we're getting a lot of good feedback about the match with ABC. What did you like about it? What were your thoughts on it? What did That's you think? Interesting. Of, so he he asked, and I and I actually said them to him. I said, I was there with my good brother for match two. Mm-hmm. And match two was phenomenal, but everyone told us match one was great. We went back and watched it. Match one was very good. Match uh-huh. two was spectacular. Match three topped the match one and two. All right. And he liked it and said, thanks for that. And it was just a great match. It was a great series between two tag teams within TNA's tag team division, which is a very strong one. You got a couple good teams in there. And, and for G and for GYV to pop onto the scene mm-hmm. and hit the ground running the way they have, I think that's a, a further testament to what the tag team the the tag division has going on in TNA right now. Oh, like a glove, hand to glove, right in. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yep. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite matches, and brother Phil, I'm saying yep. it again. We need to add the best of three to the uh, to to the. Uh, later show you know for nominees do you think there is a potential for this to also go on best rivalry yes okay absolutely let they it be one of my best rivalry. yeah okay so let's continue to grow um, all right good brother phil i know there was something you really 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 liked on this card yes. i know you wanted to give your thoughts and opinions on it i'm gonna let you have the floor with this one so i got to watch go back and watch the highlights of what wound up being the main event for the evening which was the X Division Championship match, Chris Saban defending against Mustafa Ali. Um, I think overall, the match, what I loved about the match was that, actually, as silly as it sounds, no, not really a story being told through the match. Mm-hmm. They just went straight physicality, you know, going blow for blow with each other. And um, Mustafa Ali walking out as the X Division champion was a huge, number one, a huge surprise to me Mm -hmm. in his debut match in TNA. Okay. I loved also, though, the fact that I think we can all universally agree the X Division is the cornerstone of TNA. Agreed. That is what makes, that is what has made the promotion so distinct and so popular. Okay. Agreed. Agreed. This is the first time ever in the history of TNA. Okay. Mm-hmm. Going all the way back to when they were doing pay-per-view TV shows, weekly pay-per-views. This is the first time ever that the X division title was defended as a standalone main event. Really? It was, yeah, and I've been watching TNA for, and, and I mean that like it, you know, like one, it, not one of those things where it was like the feast or famine match, or where you know you had um, the X division title being cashed in as option C, anything like no, 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 straight up X division championship as a standalone title match, first time ever was a main event on a TNA pay per view, and that's dope. That is yeah. dope. Also, yep. the another fun fact: this was Mustafa Ali, Mustafa Ali's first singles title since 2015 when he signed the WWE. No, first title period. 
first title period not since wow like in a major company in a major company wow so that brings me to a theme okay you know i like to find themes in in the pay-per-views and and overall um so now we have mustafa ali holding the x division title Mm -hmm. okay we have nick nemeth holding the what is it the not the IWGP, television championship. IW, yeah, it is the IWGP television championship. Yep. Well, NJPW World TV Championship. World Sorry. TV Championship. Okay. So he's got his title. And who's the third person who I can't put a finger on right now? Um, having left WWE and basically walking into a title. In, Riddle. Uh, Matt Riddle. Thank you. So you have three guys who walked in and waltzed, basically waltzed into their new promotions holding titles now. Mm-hmm. Do you think that that is a testament to how WWE utilized them mm-hmm. and lack thereof? Is it a testament to how they are, view, you know, I'll use the word revered, okay? These three mm-hmm. gentlemen are looked to as genuine stars in the professional wrestling industry. Do you think it's leaning more one towards the other? I think it's leaning one more than uh it's more towards the talent. It's more it's more towards what they bring to the table. Mm-hmm. We knew all three were good, Matt Riddle being the bottom one of that list, especially mm-hmm. when uh I don't know if you've seen his interview no. Or seeing clips. Oof. Uh, that guy that guy said the loud part, the quiet part loud. Uh-oh. Um, All I'm saying is he said the loud part, the quiet part, loud. really loud. <laughs> okay. Really loud. And I'm just like, oh, okay. So you you're you're just flat out saying what you did. Oh, um dude. Enough, enough about Matt Riddle. Yeah. I am so happy for Nick Nemeth and Mustafa for proving, and I think that Cody set the precedent for that. Yeah, where you and Drew and anybody who left WWE and came back, that you can be a star on your own. You can build your own legacy, Matt Cardona. You can mm-hmm. build your own legacy, and yep. those guys are doing it. Ali's doing a world tour of indies right now. That's literal, awesome. literal world tour of indies, facing any and everyone he possibly can. He just had a match with a uh, speedball Mike Bailey. Oh, dude, I saw a weekend. couple of clips, a couple uh, spots from that match. Holy shit! Amazing match, amazing match. If you haven't yeah. seen it, go check it out. Um, mm-hmm. And Nick Nemeth doing what he did in New Japan, beating. Finley for that title, yeah. even though we were all like, yeah, it's Finley. So he's no, going to elevate you know that what? title. But to the other side of it, mm-hmm. it's Nick Nemeth. It's a testament to who he is in the professional wrestling industry. Exactly. To how valued of a talent he is. Truly is. Because I truly, I agree with you. It's a testament to the talent and mm-hmm. not to a condemnation to the the utilization of said talent. Exactly, exactly, yep. brother. And I can't wait to see what's next for them. Um, oh, wait, no, I actually do know what's next for it. Well, Nick Nemeth is, I think he's defending 
his New Japan World Television title at okay. uh, the next Impact pay per view. Sacrifice. Okay. Against um, Steve Macklin, who he's been feuding with for a while. Aha, uh-huh, interesting. And that title is on the line. And I don't know who Mustafa will be defending his title against. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of contenders, especially one that's really come through the woodwork, and it's uh, Jake something. Okay. But we'll see. We will All see. All right. Very cool. Nice. So now that we have no surrender behind us, mm-hmm. um, anything that we want to dive into deeply on Elimination Chamber, or do you think most of what we've said last week kind of spoke for itself in um, watching the pay-per-view? Um, honestly, we can touch on a little bit, maybe give it a, a good five minutes respectfully to what we liked, what we didn't like. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to give my thoughts really fast. I enjoyed Elimination Chamber. Yes, I woke up at 5 a.m. I'm sorry. Yes, we woke up at 5 a.m. Yeah, Jess and I. Jess and I watched. Jess woke from, you up at five a.m. <laughs> no, we, she woke. No, we both woke up. So, um, it was an amazing. It was an amazing show. Predictable, yes, very predictable from beginning to end. We knew all the winners going in, mm-hmm. but they put on a hell of a show. Yep. The women's chamber, in my opinion, was the best match on the card. Okay. A lot and of people I, agree with you. And I want to give kudos to Tiffany Stratton, Naomi, Liv Morgan, all the women involved. Mm -hmm. Um, The men's chamber, very good match, a very storytelling match. Yeah. Uh, Knew Drew was going to win. Didn't expect him to win the way I wanted him to. Yeah, that was super surprising. And what was the other match that I really liked? Oh, I'm sorry, the main event. Yeah. Props to Rhea Ripley. Hell yeah. She had one of the most boss ass entrance and pops. She did stuff she normally doesn't get to do with mm-hmm. with uh women in the ring. Like she was doing her karanas and like big stuff like that. I'm sorry, Frankensteiners and stuff like that. Yeah. Um props to her. And this is just more dope for the setup of what's to come between her and Becky with maybe some additions if Things seem to go that way. Uh, we'll talk about that when it happens. We'll talk about that when it happens. But overall, I love the Elimination Chamber. I would mm-hmm. give it, honestly, if I were to rate it, a four out of five. Okay. Brother Phil, what were nice. your thoughts on the card? Um, honestly, everything you said, I'm in full agreement with. Predictable doesn't mean that it's not going to be fun. Thank you. Yes. Um, my MVP of the night, Rhea Ripley, head and shoulders above. Okay. So Mm -hmm. separately. Okay. If you had, Mm -hmm. this is like when Barkley won the MVP or when there was a, because they they gave it, what's that? Oh, co-rookie of the year when there were two rookies of the year. Okay. Yeah. No, no, I get it. Okay. Logan Paul, once again, used his showmanship skills in that match. And I think that is he I think that is his biggest trait Mm -hmm. and um, people either undervalue it or undervalue him Mm -hmm. because he is who he is. People think that that's just okay, Right. Right. They just write it off as such. 
But when you walk into elimination into a match like that and you pull out a Sharpie and you start drawing devil horns and you start drawing Kevin Owens. <laughs> this is Kevin. Yeah, this is Kevin. <laughs> That's really how big he is. Um, you know, you're doing stuff like that. You're doing the mock Randy when he does the mock Randy Orton, right? Mm-hmm. You're doing that and, and all that kind of stuff. It all adds up and it all builds to the healness. And it just further cements how what how great he is as a showman. Okay. Agreed. I Kevin agree. Owens, once again, and then in that match, Kevin Owens snarkiness on full display. Mm-hmm. When he's yelling Kevin at Bobby Lashley, Lashley, hey Bobby, Bobby, look up, look up, look up, Bobby. <laughs> look at him. You know, you look or, at or one of my like favorites. It, one of my favorite spots was uh, Logan Paul. Was the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. Logan Paul became a meme. <laughs> oh, also, we got to give AJ Styles hit player hater of the pay per view. Man's flew thirty hours just to cost somebody a match and then leave. Yo. <laughs> And then the promo that he cut under uh, underneath the stadium. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw that. No, uh, I didn't. WWE released basically after he walked backstage and he's walking underneath the stadium. Uh, they caught a they cut a uh, walk and talk promo with him just mm-hmm. while he was you know while he was walking backstage. So uh, yeah, definitely major props to him for kind of laying low for a week. While, meanwhile, everybody else in the WWE roster is adopting fucking koalas. Mm-hmm. And here's AJ Styles keeping low key and just popping up. Like and Hayden. Mm-hmm. And Hayden. Full yep. blown Hayden. I love it. I love that angle. Let's be honest. Like, how can we not have AJ Styles and LA and I going at it? At, at Mania. I feel honestly, these stories are going to interweave. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have two multi-man matches for the mid-card titles. Yes. Um, actually, that is one thing I wanted to touch on very quickly based on what happened on Raw. Mm-hmm. I think we're getting the six-man ladder match for the Intercontinental title. And Dominic Mysterio is going to win. I swear to God, if he does, we will I want to watch the world burn. Wait, so, okay, what, what if this is the point where Dominic Mysterio wins the international, uh, the international, intercontinental title, and Damian Priest cashes in on him out of pure jealousy? Oi. Like, he just gets so angry, he just smacks him with the briefcase and cashes in. Nah, nah. And that is a way of kicking Damian Priest out of Judgment Day. Oh God, dude! No, that I like that idea. We're gonna mm-hmm. hold that. We're gonna hold that. We're gonna hold that with my world burning of Dominic Mysterio. Okay. Um, oh man, I'm so excited for this. But brother, we got way, way, way much more to talk about. Yes, we do. I'm I'm very shocked that you brought this up because you watch NXT when you can, mm-hmm. but you you hit me up immediately Tuesday night. Uh-huh. And you were like, we got to talk about Roadblock. And yeah. I'm like, what? And yep. I was like, we, we touch on NXT sometimes, but not like fully. And you were like, no, we have to talk about Roadblock. 
There's a lot set I, up for this I, card, and I'm really there's excited There's a lot for it. of drama. There is a lot of drama to sort through. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, let's – you know, the very first thing I want to touch on before we get to the heavy stuff, I think the return of Sean Spears mm-hmm. is a big one. Um, The chairman making his – making himself known, and I think – um. I think his return is understated yet much needed mm-hmm. for NXT. I think he's right. going to be it's going to be a great way to bring a strong veteran presence to NXT a la when you know like when one of the the main roster stars comes down for a, a brief stint but I think it's going to be a good good way for him to Build back up, and I'm going to make a, a not so bold guess here, and I would mm-hmm. not be surprised if sooner rather than later he is Cody Rhodes heavy up on the main roster. Could be, mm-hmm. could be, would not mind it. Nope, not one. Um, I am very. So happy that's the first thing I wanted to touch on for I'm Roadblock. Very happy to see him back. Mm-hmm. I was completely thrown off by the whole. Um, chair spot. I didn't know it was him. The yeah. way he moved, though, the swagger. I thought it was. I thought it was Ricochet for a second. Oh, that's a great point. But when that yeah. chair, when that hood came off, I was like, "Oh, the." Ch-. So he's still the chairman. And no, that's Sean, fine. And he came back as Sean Spears, not as mm-hmm. Ty Dillinger. No, no, no. But you mm-hmm. know what that means. You know that leaves the door open for it. Go on. Uh, I, as wrestling fans, I love that we go down this rabbit hole. I mm-hmm. love that we are on in the clown car, as my wife says it, me, me. For, uh, <laughs> for for like Taylor Swift stuff. The Swifties mm-hmm. have this thing called where they're riding the clown car. As wrestling fans, we ride the clown car every damn day. If Sean Spears is back, then maybe, just maybe, fingers crossed, Who follows? his wife, Peyton his Royce? wife. And her former and her tag team partner come back and make an iconic inspiration. Uh, iconic. Oh my god! I would love that. Yep. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Because yes. she's actually Cassie's with sec with uh having her second child. Okay. So I want to see what happens. You know, I, I always say, listen. If they want to come back, they want to mm-hmm. come back. If they don't, also cool. I miss seeing the yep. Iconics. I I appreciated them way more down the road. I didn't like appreciate mm-hmm. them when I had them around. Oh, but I love them. I, I love them I, in WWE. Yeah. I and they were great and they were great in impact. Yep. They did um, amazing. Yep. And one other thing though, I think it's great to see the trend of WWE kind of loosening up on the reins a little bit and letting mm wrestlers come back or come into the promotion and not just repack, you know what I mean? Just a full repackage Vince style. Mm-hmm. Like we're seeing him come in as Sean Spears. We're seeing mm-hmm. Jade Car. We've seen Jay Cardgill come in as Jade Cardgill with what we've known and loved about her. Mm-hmm. Cody, what we know and love most about him, those sorts of things. I think that's a good Testament to, professional wrestling as a whole agreed that it's agreed, you know what agreed, i mean agreed, that we're agreed. letting those letting letting the personalities 
be themselves mm-hmm. and not be You're dictated li- to. Yep. And we don't have to go back to old standards, but you know what? Yep. I'm very interested to see what, what, what he's going to do with Ridge. Yes. But there is so much more meat on the bone that we got to talk about roadblock. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's, do you want to get into the main event or do you want to talk about the tag title match that is completely throwing me off? No, let's go. You pick. Okay. I just want to touch on this because it is a very interesting story. And it's sometimes things that are old get a little twist to them. Mm-hmm. And I like what the twist is possibly leading to. Um, yeah. This week on NXT, Lyra had a, had a surprise for Tatum Paxley. And she told her, hey, if you don't interfere in my championship match from last week, where she originally was supposed to face Shotzi, but Shotzi went down to injury. She ended mm-hmm. up facing Lash Legend. She told her if she stayed out of the match, she had a surprise for her. Um, she comes to the ring. She tells her what the surprise is. The surprise is they are going to face the Kabuki Warriors next week at NXT Roadblock for the Women's Tag Team Championships. I think this is go- the start of a possible turn mm-hmm. for Tatum. Mm-hmm. or someone is going to cost them the tag title opportunity who 100%. is on their way to a turn mm-hmm. because they have been on a very vicious heel turn as of late. They're not going to go their... towards the ladder. I'm more on the ladder than the former. You're, you're going with Roxanne interfering. A hundred percent. I fully agree. Especially with yes. what happened at, uh, after the Sean Spears interview. Yep. And they're like, Roxanne, can we get a word? No, no, I don't want to talk. Mm-hmm. No. And she stormed yeah. off. She's definitely coming Lyra that match. Lyra and yep. Tatum. So I'm going to say Kabuki Warriors retain. Yes. Yep. Grand shenanigans not on the Kabuki Warriors part either. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Um, yep. Speaking of tag but, titles. Yes. Mm-hmm. I... Didn't real I really didn't realize how much I fucking love the fucking wolf dogs. <laughs> the wolf dogs. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And then the, the whole mix of other tag teams too. Yes. Like the division's uh, starting to shape up again. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. A hundred percent. Um, but I think that now that Braun Breaker is officially signed to SmackDown. I think that this is going to be his send-off. I think Chase U winds up with the tag titles. Again? You think a two-time? I think so. I think not. No? I think Braun comes up mm-hmm. after standing the deliver permanently. Okay. Um, and he may bring Baron with him. I feel that the, I that so. the Wolf Dogs are going to retain. And then eventually drop to the Good Brothers. Okay, so I was my, the way I had it in my mind was that Chase U brings home the gold, and then either starts a new round with the Good Brothers, or they go into stand and deliver in a multi-man tag match for the titles. Uh huh. I can see it now. I'm going to bring up the good brothers. Now that you brought them up, um, let's do the five second version. Yes or no. While the good brothers are down in NXT, 
Tamatanga joins and gets back in the club. Yes. Okay. We are on the yes. same page. Yes. No we more needs to be said. We're on the same page with that one. Yep. No more needs to be said. Yes. Um, but Speaking of, we, yep. That main event, though. Mm-hmm. This is why I think you wanted to talk about it because you hit me up and this was like your big talking point. So yeah. I'm going to let you have this talking point. Go ahead, brother. Ladies and gentlemen, you know it has been long discussed how one of my favorite, one of my favorite people in all of NXT is the Godfather himself, the one and only Tony D'Angelo. Family represent, okay? I can't tell you last last week how excited I was to hear him start talking about wanting to go in a new direction mm-hmm. for the family and to see him and Carmelo Hayes bring what was a great NXT mid-card rivalry and now bring it to the forefront at the main event level, seeing them go one-on-one for the number one contendership to the NXT championship to face Ilya Dragunov, presumably at stand and deliver. Mm -hmm. I think it's great to see Tony D'Angelo coming back to the top, but I think at the end of the day, this is all Carmelo Hayes and we're going to get was Hayes Dragunov four at that point, a stand and deliver. What are you thinking? Whoop that trick. Whoop that trick. Time out. Whoop that trick. So you're thinking trick costs Carmelo at roadblock for us to get Carmelo and trick a stand and deliver? In an unsanctioned match. Ooh. You flipped me. You flipped me. Because I think... Mm-hmm. Barring injury, yep. That was somebody else's spot. Okay. And you know exactly who my heart felt that spot was for. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because they have unfinished business. But I digress. I'm still very happy for Tony D. He yep. deserves this opportunity. He has not had a crack at that NXT title ever so for him to get this opportunity i say seize it i say take it i say let that man run and let that guy be the one guy to be dragging off love it to send him up to the main um tony d rooting for you tony tony d so tony d tony d gabagool over here tony d defeats carmelo hayes in my prediction all right and lastly, in the asylum, once again, a new asylum match. Jack and Joe Gacy. Who's more psycho? <laughs> the one who watches the most Dean Ambrose matches. Oh, my God. Oh. Somewhere in this asylum, Perry Saturn's walking around with Moppy. And Raven's sitting there eating graham crackers. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to go with Jack winning this one. A hundred percent. I feel like, I feel like the guy is, he's like, he's Teflon in NXT. And mm-hmm. I just said, I like, I watched it with Jess and I told her, I was like, it's only a matter of time before they give this guy the NXT championship. Yep. 
It's only a matter of time. He's going to be NXT champion uh, within the year. Within this year, he will be NXT champion. That's I'm a great prediction. That's a great prediction. I'm calling it. Yep. Great prediction. Oh, my God. Um, Damn. Oh, shit. We got six minutes left, and we still got to talk about Revolution. Oh, we could do this. This is nothing. Let's just, You know what? Let's 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 give our revolution predictions. We'll give our thoughts on the show next week. Yep. All right, brother Phil, I got the card pulled up. Let's you ready? go. Yep. Definitely. AEW World Tag Team Championships: Sting and Darby versus Matthew and Nicholas Jackson. Unfortunately, the uh, we're going to get a couple of EVP triggers here. Um, but the most important thing is Sting is a Mount Rushmore quality candidate in the world of professional wrestling. And to see him drop from the rafters made me think back to 1996 all over again. My childhood, my childhood. But yes, I'm going with Matthew Nicholas Jackson. And unfortunately on this one, unfortunately for the AEW continental crown championship, Eddie Kingston defends against Brian Danielson. I'm going to Eddie Kingston retains. I do too. This is him getting over the Brian Danielson hump. Yeah. Yep. Yes. But didn't he beat Danielson before? I think in, so. Uh, but I think in the classic tournament. Yes, but I think he also is a little salty for Brian Danielson still. I don't think they shook hands. I don't no. think they've shaken hands yet. No. This is I don't it. think so. This mm-hmm. is it. Yep. Making his AEW debut, Will Ospreay takes on Taka Takeshka one on one. Who you got? Uh, uh, Osprey all the way. And this is the beginning of the end of the Callus family. I am feeling elevated. I agree with you, my brother. Yep. AWTNT Championship. Christian Cage, the All Father, defends against Daniel Garcia. Christian, because Adam Copeland gets jealous again and crashes Daniel Garcia's party. Shenanigans. I yes. agree. Yes. Yep. For the AEW, just a tag match. I'm sorry. Uh, yep. FTR versus Blackpool Combat Club. I can't wait for this match. FTR all the way, but god damn, is this going to be a fucking knockdown drag out? I got Blackpool. Okay. Okay. Replacing the, the meat, meat fest. Mad- the meat, <laughs> meat madness. Wow, what a title. The Meat Madness match is an all-star eight-man scramble. Chris Jericho versus Powerhouse Hop versus Lance Archer versus Warlow versus Hook versus Brian Cage versus Magnus or Penta, who will be facing off to decide who gets in on the pre-show, and Dante Martin or Brian Keith. Mm-hmm. Who do you got winning this entire thing? I got Warlow. Simply because I think the Undisputed Kingdom's heat has died down a little bit and you got to elevate it a little more. So Wardlow going after the world championship with this win makes a lot of sense. That's 100% the answer because um, Adam Cole has declared that Wardlow will pull an Andre the Giant and will win the AEW world title to turn it over to Adam Cole. In the words of Lee Corso at the end of the day, not so fast, my friend. But yes, this is 100% Wardlow's match to lose. And I have a feeling he is going to murder powerbomb Dante Martin at one point. I, I, I agree. Yep. 
for the AEW International Championship. Orange Cassidy defends against Roddy Strong. I got Orange Cassidy retaining. Of course, OC. Yep. For the AEW Women's World Championship, Timeless Tony Storm defends against Deanna Perrazzo. This has been one of the very good women's stories that we have gotten or and from beginning to end, I've enjoyed it, um, yep. every single part of it. But yep. I still am going to go with and still timeless Tony Storm. A hundred percent agree here. And uh, Mariah May gets her nose in in the business. Mm-hmm. And um, speaking of business, once big business comes around, I think we're going to see where the uh, where Tony's Tony has to start uh, counting her counting her minutes. As champion, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And in our main event, a triple threat title match. So Samoa Joe just loves these type of triple threat three-way dances when his title, when he's the yep. champion yep. and he's involved. He'll be defending his belt against two of the biggest stars in AEW, Hangman Adam Page and Swerve, who got Swerve this past week along with all of us, even though mm-hmm. we all kind of figured. Um, Swerve Strickland. Who you got walking out with the AEW World Championship? I have Samoa Joe walking out with the World Championship. I have Hangman Adam Page finally fucking snapping. And Mm. I have the full double turn completing itself between Hangman and Swerve. Agreed. I couldn't agree with you more. All those things. Swerve Um, walks into this as the baby face. mm -hmm. He gets all the rub. And then whatever happens, that hangman goes ballistic. But at the end of the day, Joe has the belt and Swerve has the fans. I agree. Mm-hmm. We're gonna we wanted to talk about something very important, but we're gonna keep it very short. We love you, Maxine Dupree. Yes, we, we think do. You're great. Um personally. Keep being you and keep, keep crushing it. Exactly. The internet is stupid. Um, <laughs> the internet is very stupid. We'll talk uh, more about this next week, guys. Yes, we will. Yes, yeah. we will. But I'm good brother, Wade. He's good brother, Phil. You are listening to new normal wrestling exclusively on the fourth world pop network, where we like to hashtag, give you that next level pop. We will see you guys next week with a brand new episode. We love you. Peace. Salute. And we're out later. Peace and love everybody. Be nice. This is your first time tuning in. Thank you for listening to New Normal Wrestling, found exclusively right here on the Fourth Wall Pop Network. Go check out the many ways you can support the network by visiting our link tree found in the description of this episode. Give NNW a follow on Instagram at New Normal Wrestling and on Twitter at Wrestling Normal. Be sure to tell all your friends to like, share, and subscribe and help this thing grow and grow and continue to be the biggest draw for the critics, the marks, the casual, and the hardcore. We are New Normal Wrestling and we bid you adieu with a goodbye, a good night, and we'll see you when we're looking at you. Bang!